This is Stephanie, Jake, and Dustin. And today we are excited to bring back uh, our fabulous guest, Lonnie Harmon. And with her, she has brought her husband, Mark. And we are thrilled to speak to them both because as Lonnie mentioned in her last meeting with us, her husband has a lot of game. And we lack game, so that's why we invited Mark to join us with Lonnie today. So our topic today is you've gone on your first date, now what? We want to know what it takes to really build the foundations of a solid relationship because any first date you go on could be the, the first date, right? So how do you, (laughs) how do you get off on the right foot? That's, that's kind of what we're, we're going to be talking about today. Um, But first things first, let's, um, Lonnie would love to turn the time over to you to introduce your husband. Okay. Thanks so much for having (laughs) us on and thanks for having me back. I've been really enjoying your work. Um, Well done. Good job. Thank you. So this is my husband, Mark. He is amazing. I really love him. So uh, I guess his educational background is he has a bachelor's, a double, two bachelor's degrees, one in psychology and one in sociology. He has a um, human, you two tell certificates. <laughs> One of them is human factors from psychology. It's basically how people interact with systems. Mm-hmm. And the other one is criminology certificate as well so i think yeah i think that he had some game before he got his education (laughs) but then when he got his education it just like elevated his game wow i I also i guess i want to kind of say like he's self-taught yeah Um, i didn't go by a natural some people's parents are are super yeah his parents are like super like really really good parents but i don't think that it was like well, my dad is quiet and shy. Yeah, and so he's not. Yeah, yeah, so we met at a single adult activity, and um, yeah, he had. And I mean, was, yeah, no, he, he had a lot of game that day. That was the first day that I was like, that guy's got the game. <laughs> Do you want us to start by telling you that little story? Would that be like a helpful? I kind of want to hear that. How did you find your person? <laughs> yeah, how did you find him? Uh, I found him at church. Can you believe it? <laughs> I never well, thought I would. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious too because we were both on a um, project that we were working on that both of us were like, "This is a horrible idea." But yeah, it was <laughs> the a service project. project. Was great, but the 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 dance thing afterwards, we're like, we're all yeah. Like, so we were, we were both represented representatives of our wards, and we were put in charge of the service project and then this dance afterwards. And so I was in charge of like distributing the equipment for the service project. And he was in charge of distributing the snacks. 
And so he had his truck and he had all these snacks and the, the radius of the service park was probably like two miles. Yeah, it was so long. he had to just like drive it around. And then I was stationed kind of up the hill. Pretty much chasing her in my truck the whole time. I'd go to one place, everybody get food and drinks, and then she'd move, and then I'd be like, wait, where did I follow up and get the next group? And anyway. So we were probably like an hour in, and he was like, his game at first was just like being like, cute, see smile, it's just really cute. Like he would just kind of smile <laughs> from the eye and just be like, well, this is really crazy. And it's like making comments about the event and like, this looks good. I'm so excited how many people showed up. And then I remember I was driving, I had borrowed my friend's truck and he pulled up alongside me. And it was the way that he said it, he was just like, you know, the service rig is really spread out and I think it'd be good for us to like stay connected. So can I get your number? But it was, it was like the eyes. Dirty dog. Yeah. There you go. There it is. So there definitely is. like a good excuse, but at the same time, like the way he said but it. She was, was like, just as well as I did. It wasn't like I was just like, for the service project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a line. It was Absolutely. totally a line. Absolutely. And then it was a line. And then he just kind of made excuses throughout the afternoon to kind of get to know us. So he like with some of my friends, he joined us for lunch with the after. Yeah, hung out. And then when we went to the dance that night, like everyone had gotten home and gotten cleaned up, and I still remember like walking into the gymnasium. Literally, there's like eight people there. Okay, guys, this is very poorly attended <laughs> dance. Yeah. <laughs> Who does dancing? <laughs> Nobody does so, right? I've been to and, those dances. Yeah, like he's wearing these like white button up and jeans, and he was just standing there and he just gave me this big smile. And he just, it was like the total, like from friends, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? <laughs> And he just made a point of just hanging around, like yeah. not in a, in a, a like obnoxious way, but like we were just chatting about events and things. Well, it's like, it's one of those things too, where it's kind of like, hey, you got to read the crowd a little bit. So like, I see you're here with your friends, going out with your friends, have fun. And I'll just keep checking back in, making sure you have fun. And if you get stuck, then I'll come hang out with you and we'll do something else. <laughs> yeah, so. it got to the point where I was like, where's that guy? I want that guy to come mm -hmm. back. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, interesting okay and as we, were, as we were chatting um i had learned that if a guy agrees with you too much that that was like a warning sign because they were just trying to be too agreeable and like they could well, be yeah, they could be crazy literally everything in common i like that too oh uh, i like that too oh i like it too just like too much but... too much um so as we were talking um we were, he was just like, so what do you like to do for fun? And I'm going, you know, I like to go boating. I like to mm -hmm. travel. I like, you know, hiking, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I like that too. But it was just the way that he said it that I was like, you do? He's like, yeah, well, where do you like to like, go? Yeah, where, where do you like to go? Where do you so, like to, she likes like Kyle, I like Flaming Gorge, but you know. Yeah, we just kind of <laughs> had a lot of common things that really struck me as like, oh, this is someone I could actually spend time with and do things with too. Like it, just in talking, it created some ideas for what we would do together and I think that's when you started talking about sushi wasn't it uh probably mm. I love sushi because we're going through like oh sushi like this or that and I was like he hates it but what happened I told him I told him I said I don't like sushi and you know girls are kind of like don't be disagreeable right but I also was like, I got to be myself because if this guy is going to ask me to sushi, like, I don't want to vomit on our date. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what I told you? I was like, you haven't had sushi with me, though. 
Right. See, there's the game, right? Gosh. Okay. I see. Right. I don't really like sushi because we haven't had sushi with me, and I was like. I haven't had sushi. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Lonnie was like, I am now intrigued by yeah. sushi. I am interested <laughs> in sushi. In, rather than being like, oh, I'll take you somewhere else. He was yeah. like, well, would you trust me to like right. take you there? And I was like, that's awesome. Yes, I would. But that's, that's the thing. It's kind of like the hitch principle, right? It's just little opportunities. Like, oh, have you tried this? I don't really like sushi. I'm like, have you tried sushi with me? Well, no, I haven't. Maybe that'll be different. No, all right, let's do this. And so, like yeah. that night, he called me literally. That like that mm-hmm. window opportunity, he created an opportunity, mm-hmm. and he called me that night. Like I'm driving home with my girlfriend, which is another fun well, way he had game. Is because like he knows I'm with my girlfriends. He knows we're gonna be talking about him. We're girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just like inserts himself again, and then we're like, oh my gosh, we're <laughs> so he just has even more game with my friends. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my gosh, he has two. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he set it up for, I think it was, it was like Tuesday. No, I know, I that's right. like it was, a weeknight. So I was yeah. like, a weeknight? Yep. So very amazing. eager. Yeah, but then when we, we went to sushi, he took me to Happy Sumo at Gateway, which is no longer, all of our no fun stuff there. at Gateway is no longer there. Yeah. The place that we literally <laughs> had dinner when we got engaged, gone. Yeah. Our Italian oh, place, gone. Oh, bad. He made a point of getting us a place at the bar by the chef. Mm-hmm. And that was another way I felt like he had really good game that night because he was like, I want to make sure you're comfortable. You can watch what he's making. If you don't like it, that's okay. And I just, I loved everything we tried. And it, it led, because it, women are really attracted to confidence not arrogance, but like confidence. And so it was like his way of kind of creating this space of like, I want to make sure you're having a good time, but I'm also not going to like force you to have a good time. Like this is your choosing experience. I didn't have to try anything, but I could. And the sushi you had was steak. Yeah. It was not fish. Nothing it was, was steak. not cooked. And we, then we had dessert sushi, which I think she loved because it was mango sushi, which Ooh, is good. So, Delicious. Uh, Highly recommended. But he also did a couple of other things where like he, I knew oh, oh, many guys that had taken me out before. I, I knew that it was a date because he'd asked me, but he didn't do anything to like draw himself closer to me to like show me that they were interested romantically. And so like when we'd go into the room, he'd like open his door and he kind of puts his hand on the swell of my back. He like pulls out my chair. He like leans, you know, leaning. Is this guy leaning? <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's what I've been missing this whole time. So, what is what is this leaning technique? You lean while you put. Like how I'm like leaning. Okay. Okay. I think I I think I like automatically do that. I just don't think it. I just do it. I think it's 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 literally it's just closing a gap. I think it's a natural thing that just happens. Closing a gap. Sometimes it can just happen when you're like, oh, what did you say? But then when we went into the movie theater, um, because he took me to a movie afterwards, and we were sitting there, um, it was I don't remember if it was like the bar up, bar down chair. Yeah, it was for sure. Did you put the bar up? up. See, he remembers these details. Because he planned it, he knew from the get go. That's why. (laughs) Tell them why. Tell them like what like because I'm not the first person he's taken to a movie, right? So this is his theory of this. 
with the green light thing? yeah yeah it's a green light until it's a red so i mean it's it's should be fairly obvious i mean don't get me wrong i've been on updates before where it's you know i tell a joke that i think it's funny and you get deadpan and i'm like oh this is not going well but at the same time like i have the places that i like to go right like hey i'm familiar i know where to go to eat sushi i know where to do movie theater hey the armrest comes up so that we're not like together but separated you know mm -hmm. so we got to put it and it's one of the ways that he can kind of say like is yeah. she interested back yeah so and, okay. and for me i knew I like he's interested <laughs> romantically okay that is like perfect because that is like one of the questions we wanted to ask you like red lights and green lights what so <laughs> what should we be looking out for on those first few dates that like if so as a guy or as a girl what should you be looking for that shows interest like yeah. Maybe speak to the guy first, because I think there's <laughs> different things. There's some universal signals, Yeah. but like as he, he's, he's coming into this from a space of like, he already knows he's interested. So what he's trying to figure out is if I'm interested. So if you're both trying to figure out that you're interested, it's going to be kind of different. But like, he's already coming from a space like, I've known you, I interacted with you for what, four hours one day, and I'm like, I'm interested. So he's just coming from a space of like, I'm confident that I'm interested. I want to find out if you're interested, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and part of it has to do with um, kind of spacing. Like when you're sitting down together, is she sitting by you or is she kind of sitting away? And on a first date, that's not really that uncommon to be away a little bit. Um, we had kind of interacted a little bit before, so it was a little more comfortable. The space gap was a little closer, right? But definitely in the movie theater, one of the things that happened in the movie theater that she uh, talks about is that when we sat down, you know, I was like, okay, I really like her. And so I just grabbed her hand, literally just grabbed her hand like that. And like there wasn't, hand. like we're opening, we're opening scene here. There wasn't like that whole like 25 minutes in and you're like, what do I should I grab her hand, should I not? You know, and I it's kind of those feeling. things where, so if you go to grab her hand and she kind of moves back away, that's a red light. <laughs> yep. you go to grab her yep. hand, she kind of grabs it and then like leans in to watch the movie. That's a green light. Mm -hmm. so, and so there's just some things like that that you kind of I mean it's, it's sometimes it can be kind of hard but it's the the details like that that are super important like hey how's this working out hey, is she paying attention to what I'm talking about you know is she close by me or every time I talk is she kind of like oh really oh, okay oh all right <laughs> you know because <laughs> i have had those dates too and it's just one of those things you know leaning in the opposite direction right <laughs> red light <laughs> oh i have a question follow-up question to that then because i feel like a lot of us struggle um kind of exuding that confidence we struggle with that confidence and so instead of you know assuming that you know we have green lights until there's a red and taking those and like going through those lights you know what i mean like grabbing her hand seeing if she how she reacts like i feel like we really struggle taking those chances uh i don't know what are your what are your thoughts on you know assuming the light is green until it's red like how do we how do the book that I read it in, I read a whole bunch of different different books uh, about psychology, sociology, stuff like that, and dating. And uh, one of them that I read was said, with guys, we are fantastic in business. And we know what we can risk. We know what the rewards are and whether it's worth it or not. And exactly the opposite in relationships. We're horrible. 
well, too scared the ego gets in the way that oh if she says no I'm going to be rejected I'm going to feel bad and then I'm just not good enough and whatever and kind of sort of right. like and if you think about it just from like an outsider's perspective kind of a logical thing dude who cares if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out it's not like there's not 10 million other girls today like honestly <laughs> I mean it doesn't it's not that big of a risk it feels like it because it does I mean don't get me wrong being rejected sucks but it also kind of builds your character like hey yeah it doesn't work out with every single person and if you think about it like when it works out really the right way how many times does it actually work out once right you get married you stay married that's, that's the idea everything else what happens like 99 percent of the time whoever you're dating at that moment it might not work out mm -hmm. uh, your, your risk is one in a million so hey is it probably gonna work out most likely not why not take that shot why not find out what do you got to lose? And I think that when, when it comes into, like, he knew he was interested. It wasn't like he knew everything about me. Yeah. At this point, he just knew, like, he thought I was hot. Yep. He thought I could talk I could talk to him. I mean, that's as much as he knew that made him take the risk. It wasn't like I have observed her in many scenes over the course of time, so I know that she's likely to have this good outcome. Like, he had no idea if I would take his hand and if I would have a good sushi date. He had no idea, but he just knew, like, I think she's hot. I want to take her out. Yeah, that could have gone horribly wrong, too very much easily with sushi that can go really on but it worked out well no, i was really happy mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely kind well, of kind of reward yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, in lonnie's mind i mean if you were to say if a dude took you out on a first date to sushi before you met him you'd probably be like no that's a non-starter because i don't like sushi right yeah i think it would have been just harder because i think that they would have been so much more um making me feel like I wasn't cool enough. There's a lot of guys that sometimes mm. I go out with and make me feel like mm. I'm not good enough. And sushi at that point, I mean, it's circa 2011, <laughs> like was very trendy. It still mm. is, but it was like coming into the trend. Mm -hmm. And so I already felt kind of bad about myself because like people around me were going out and having sushi and I was like, I don't wanna eat that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as a guy who is dumb sometimes, what is it those guys did to make you feel that way so that we can avoid this? I think anytime you make a woman feel like she's not good enough to be with you or that she's, she's, not, she's not enough in any way, she just is going to shy away from being her true self. What he brought to the table was an openness of like, however you react, I'm okay with. Whatever you bring, whatever you, wherever you're at is fine. Versus like, I need you to behave in a certain way so that I'll like you. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I guess more like, were there like little subtle things that guys did or was it like an overall demeanor? Because I feel like that's something that I would do unintentionally and like. I feel like, like there's some guys that make me, they made me feel like I needed to be some kind of a circus monkey and I had to perform <laughs> in this certain way in order for them to like me. Because there were so many girls out there, I had to stand out. I had to put out like my resume, my Betty Crocker, like I needed to wear a t-shirt with all the recipes I could cook and all the ways that I was going to clean house. This is why I'm awesome. You know, this is why I'm awesome. This is my education. This is all the stuff I have to prove to you before I'm good enough to be in your presence. Many, many men made me feel that way. And I just got so sick of it. I got so sick of it that like, I almost sometimes would try to be even extra authentic just so I could separate the meat from the tears and like swear first date. Because a lot of guys were like, oh, my wife will not. <laughs> you know, I remember like one time I was out with a guy. Guys, I literally threw the date. I threw it. It was like our third date. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really wanted me to like him, 
<laughs> and I just didn't. And so I knew that it was really important for him to have like eight or 10 kids. Like he just oh. really wanted a lot of kids. And so I, we'd, we'd gone home for ice cream after a fire site and my sister was there with her kids and they were Which acting. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah, of course. They were a little, and they were acting a little bit nuts. And I just looked at him and I was like, I don't think I ever want to have kids. This is just too crazy for me. <laughs> and he was like, yes. He's out. <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> terrible. I love it, though. I love it. It's so funny, I... though. Like, go on, Stephanie. Oh, no, because I... I I wish I would do that more often because I I've definitely been in that situation where I I I really do my best to put my best foot forward at the expense of me being authentic. Yeah, and, it's exhausting. And then when as soon as I become authentic, you know, as soon as I do, you know, start exuding my actual personality, they look at me sideways and they're like, "Who the heck are you? Like, where yeah, did you this come is what from?" You would get if you want to buy them, right? Right. <laughs> it's fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's part of my philosophy on dating too. It was like, hey, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Like even on dates that don't go well, I mean, you can, you get know, like Lonnie did, throw a curveball in there and be like, no, I think I want to have like 15 kids. What are your thoughts on that? Like, <laughs> I don't really want to make a lot of money, but I definitely want 15 kids. I want to stay home. Never want to travel, do anything fun. Obviously, this is not working out, so yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It's so funny, though. So I, I love it. I think it's it's well, and, and I guess that's a good question. Um, I mean, I I know we all approach those first few dates trying to put our best foot forward. I don't think that's wrong, but at the same time you know, how do we, I, I really wish I could approach first dates with kind of that happy go lucky, like, what do I got to lose kind of an attitude. Um, but is that something that you learn? Or is that something that you just have? I mean, can I actually I like learn, learn I that? Didn't have it. I didn't have it. Like I definitely was the, I need to behave in a certain way for him to make to make sure that he likes me or I need to behave in a certain way to make sure that I like him. I feel like there was this like standard of above authenticity where I could sort of be myself a little bit and let him see me a little bit, but just enough so that I hook him. And then, you know, um, and it, it led to a lot of superficial relationships and a lot of anxiety and a lot of sleepless nights and frustration. And the difference I think is that you, you kind of need both people to set the stage where you're allowed to be yourself. And I'm only myself. I'm, I'm only one person, you know, I had to find a partner that was like, no, I really want you to be yourself and that's okay with me. And like I said, a, a lot of what he did that was different was just giving me a lot of space to be me and like accepting whoever that was and not judging me or thinking, assuming things about me. He would ask rather than be like, I don't know, like if I was quiet, are you always quiet? You're so boring. You're never going to talk. Or is it like, you okay? You have a rough day? And me being like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize I was me. lost in thought, you know? I think part of it too is, I mean, you want to, dating, you want to put your best self, most authentic self forward. I mean, you don't really want to, you don't want to be somebody you're not. But at the same time, I think 
part of it is going into a mindset of open expectations. Like, hey, this this day could go really well. This day could go really weird. You know, you just never know. So don't you know if you're expecting, hey, this is a first date, formal date. This is how it will go. This is what I'm expecting. You know, kind of just gotta let that go and be like, yeah, let's see what happens. It's just you know. Well, the end of our right, date did not go well. Fine. The end of our first date. <laughs> I screwed it up. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about that too, though. Like, what, what, what thought process did you say? Like, giving him another chance, or like, what? It what was because he, he asked me how I was. One of the things I remember about being at sushi that made him different, besides just like letting me be myself and kind of creating an open space for wherever that was, is that there was just this general openness about him. I could ask him questions about himself, about his past. And he didn't dive deep into it like it was Here's all the things, story. but it was like, he gave me an overview and was like, do you have any questions, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it kind of created this, uh, again, this secure space initially for us to be able to say like, if you're uncomfortable, you can talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the night, what ended up happening is that we kissed and I totally freaked out. First date? <laughs> First date kiss? First date. <laughs> First day kiss. Well, just set the stage. Dirty dog. <laughs> I, I wish I, I could do this. I, no, I know. Guys, I, this was only the second time I'd ever done it. Um, so I had just moved into an apartment by myself, and I had been telling him about how fun it was to set my house up and be alone for the first time. And so when we came and we dropped me off, I was like, oh, you can come see it. And I'd never lived alone before. And so I suddenly was like, oh, my gosh, is that like an invitation for like come see my house. (laughs) Right. And so as soon as we walked in the door, that occurred to me. And so very awkwardly, I said, but I'm not going to kiss you or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, I didn't think that you were like, yeah. And then somehow he still did. Look at that. And this is why, because (laughs) we were just sitting there on the couch and this is another way he had game. Like he was just really good at like, creating the well, connection yeah so i was have my hand back we're just behind like chatting this is where like i kind of watch tv whatever. i started playing with her hair a little bit which i still love to do but i started playing with her hair a little bit <laughs> and <sighs> you guys it's just like preheating an oven <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you don't just want to you know cook fast. you just need to preheat it and you just I need to preheat it <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so many wonderful metaphors. <laughs> I had said I'm not going to kiss him, and so I knew that I couldn't, like, he wasn't going to make a move. So I went 90. And then he went 10. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Then I freaked out. And then she was like, oh my gosh, what did we just do? And then she was like, you need to leave right now. I like, kicked me out of the apartment. I kicked wow. him out. Okay. I'll see you later. I mean, it all happened. <laughs> <laughs> so on my way home, I call back, like, you okay? <laughs> yes. I hope you're just, right. Like the way he said it too, I was just laughing like, at myself. I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he just said very, very instantly, can I take it out again? I said, yeah, you can take it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's amazing. Well, that's, Okay, so yeah, I get, I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, what to do after a first date, right? So, and, and I think there's a lot of, 
I, I, I guess there's not a one size fits all answer to it. But at the same time, like, yeah, I, I guess that was a really good way of doing it. Just like giving her a call saying, hey, you know, like, oh, let's address. Would you have like done a post-state text? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause I wanted to take you out again. I think, I think that's the other thing I think is really important is like just checking back in. Like, I mean, I feel like that's part of keeping the connection going to set up a relationship to continue is, hey, we had a really good time on this date. This went well, um, can we do something again? When, when do you have available time again? And, you know, and this is another thing. I mean, I, was, I happened to be going out of town. Yeah. And so he called while I was out of town, I remember, just to, like, there was probably five or six days in between. Then he called me and then he set up the next date. So he just, it was just like, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm maintaining the connection. I'm not holding it too tight, but I'm, I'm kind of maintaining that I still want to see you so that you don't forget me. So he gave you, hold on. He gave you like a time, a time frame of like five days and then contacted you and said, hey, I really liked your time. Or did he have like that? I guess he did kind of call you after the fact that when he left your house and said, hey, could I take you out and get, is that? Yeah, what I, he, I think what had happened is he called and said, can I take you out again? And I said, yes. And then he called a couple days later to try to set up a date. And I said, I'm going out of town this weekend. And he said, no problem. And then. I think, I think so there was probably like three days in between where I wouldn't hear from him and then I would. Okay. Okay. So it was like enough time that I was like, I don't want to come and hear from him, but not so much time that I'm like, what is that? What happened to that guy? Right. Right. Cause that was kind of like something that we want to talk about too. Like who initiates the after date text, you know, or the after date call, like, do we play it by ear? Do we play Either it by way. emotion? Either way. Or, yeah. yeah. I think either way. I, I agree, actually. <clears throat> um, just my personal philosophy was, hey, I want to check in just to, you know, like it, it's kind of, I mean, I'm, I thought about it was building a little bit of anticipation towards the next time we see each other. I mean, I don't have to talk to you, be with you every second of every day, but I do want to say, hey, let's do something again. And then that's kind of the fun part, right? Is anticipating, oh, what do we want to do next? Or, oh, this will be really fun to see her again when we can do that. This will be great. And he did, I remember he did bounce a couple of ideas off me for the second date um, when he called. And I remember he was also with his friends when he called. And so it led me to be a little bit like, oh, he's got another life. Like, he's not like, oh, do you want to go out again? How about now? You are the sun, moon, and stars. Like, just all that pressure right up front. I was like, he has a life. Um, and then he also just kind of filled out a couple of things. We ended up going to a comedy off-Broadway theater. Mm -hmm. Off-Broadway theater, yeah. Which was so fun. Oh my gosh. Just laughing together. And, That's cool. Yeah. Um, so Quick wits. <laughs> I like it. I like it when a woman will send a post-date text if she doesn't hear from him just to give him the green light, so to speak. But I think either one is good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If she's not interested or like if you weren't getting great vibes and you send that post-date text, then it's like, it makes it even worse because well, I don't know. Like, you can ask them, "Would you like to go out again?" Like during, like right day? when, right after the date, right? So we ask oh, like, him. Text. So it's like you go out one night, the next <coughs> morning you send a text. It's like, "Hey, I have so much fun tonight. Would you like to go out again sometime?" But like, like actually, yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be immediately, but 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 I would say hopefully within twenty four hours, you're just saying, especially if it went well, right? Then you're like, "Hey, this is this is great." That's that's the thing is the key to this is how to continue a successful relationship. If it's not going well, if you had a, a first date and it sucked, you're like, 
man, that was rough. So, you know, the follow-up text was like, hey, that was really, you know, had a good time, whatever. And then I'm really busy this weekend. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Right. Right. <laughs> that was great, but uh, have a nice life. I don't know. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Or, or do you just not say anything at all? I don't like that. This is the thing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This is when ghosting comes in. We want to talk about that too. Would you so, say your piece on that? Yeah. So I think I, I don't agree with ghosting at all. I don't think that's ever necessarily appropriate. Um, this is, and this is where, what my experience has been, honestly, and what I think kind of works is exactly what I just said. When it's like, Hey, um, do you want to go out again? Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm busy. I have this stuff going on. Da, da, da. And I can't tell you how many times it's like usually like two or three times about all it took for me. And I was like, yeah, you're not into this at all. So mission accomplished. We're done. I will find somebody else. <laughs> so, you know, right. we tried it out. didn't work. That's fine. Don't let's, let's not make it awkward. <laughs> I'm not saying that, that it's always easy to not ghost. And I'm not saying that it's like, I, I don't know. I think that there can be special circumstances when you should not contact somebody. Like they're not they're, safe. Yeah, you're, that's a you're nervous. Story. Like, like I think that there are special circumstances when it's okay. But I think the reason behind it is because you don't know what to say or what you want to say is rude, right? So there's usually two circumstances that you find yourself in where you're like, maybe the nicer thing to do is just to not say anything at all. We all right. watched Bambi. Exactly. So I think that that gets really harmful because what it does is it perpetuates this whole, well, what's wrong with me on both ends? Like, was I not doing good at the conversation? Was I not smart enough, pretty enough, 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 enter, right? And if you could figure out a couple of things to do, such as like, this has been so great, but I don't feel like we're a good fit. Then it says, you're a good person. We're not the right fit for each other. And you don't leave them playing in the sun, wondering. And Because people, we, we do this thing when we don't have information, we create a story. And generally speaking, the story that we tell ourselves, we come out looking the fool. Yes. And when you ghost, I mean, especially on dating apps, you just, you could be ghosted 30 times in a day and make up all these stories and they all come out with I suck mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you're like oh I'm not going to date at all because I'm especially I'm not going to get on an app because all I do is feel bad about myself honestly though a result so of ghosting that's like one of the worst things I think about dating apps is that it is so easy to ghost and so you come out of it being like oh I'm the worst because I got ghosted like eight times today so yeah mm -hmm. it's always rough I mean there's a real person on the end of that right. right and they may not be your person but they are somebody else's and you're just giving them more damage or you're going to help them send them into the world with love and light. <laughs> <laughs> well, and okay, so I've, go on, Stephanie. I had an experience where I, I wanted to, you know, I knew things weren't going to go anywhere. Um, but I still had a great time. I had a great experience with this individual. Um, but I knew I wanted to go in a different direction. And so I, I sent, you know, just a very honest, message and i don't know it, it really was it really was me trying to be like no i i want to release you from this pressure i want you to know the reasons why and it had nothing to do with the fact that you're unworthy mm -hmm. of my time it has nothing to do with the fact that like <laughs> i you know i appreciated what you know the the time i spent with you right i valued the time that i spent with you um and i i guess i'll i'll never know if he 
you know, appreciated that or, um, you know, flip me off or behind my back or whatever. Like, I have no idea what the outcome was, but um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely agree. Like it's, but it's hard to, well, it's so hard to do. I, I kind of want to build on that because I think there's two positions that you need to be in. Like you have to be comfortable without closure. You have to be able to say to yourself, I'm not going to create a story about how I come out the loser. I'm going to create a story about how I come out the winner and that this is going to be okay. Like you have to be okay and move forward in dating without closure. Having said that, if you're in a position to offer it, offer it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you may not demand it from the other person because that just seems um, inappropriate at times. Sometimes you can, it just depends on how long you've known each other, but you have to be, it's, it's a duality. You have to be comfortable without it and you have to be comfortable giving if it's within your power. I think that's a really good way to go. One time Mark was broken up with or dumped or I don't know, with a... Um, to the of Coke and bag Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. The best she gave you her. a Coke and Doritos. <laughs> to the of Coke and Doritos. Oh this is not working out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, at least you got a Coke and Doritos. Though. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. That should be like a thing. Like, I wouldn't mind Coke and Doritos. Oh, that's what we need. We need like a universal food that you can give to somebody that's like, hey, I'm not a This is the breakup food. I'm, I'm down to start that. I'll just ask the girl to give me Coke and Doritos. The only way you can break up with me or to satisfy me is to give me Coke and Doritos. You just leave us on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> if that's an international If that's literally all it took, I mean, I I had to break up with, I've had to break up with multiple guys multiple times. Oh, man. Like one breakup wasn't enough for them. They came coming back for more. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> exactly. I I don't know how I could have been more. <laughs> more explicit with my rejection of them but they they needed to really make sure anyway so coke and doritos i I was oh sorry go so um kind of a similar but different direction so like i've also had situations where i've gone on a few dates with a girl and i'm like i mean like sometimes you feel it like the first couple dates you like feel it and then like three four you're like okay i'm not feeling this anymore so like at what point do you like realize that you don't want to like stop like yeah like at what point is it like i need to stop dating this person and then like at what point you're like okay i really like this person i should stop dating other people okay so first question i want to answer and then i want to hear what your answer is it's different at all um which is i'm three or four dates in and the first couple were good but now that's kind of like waning um i want to normalize there when you are first attracted to someone as soon as that like you move into the next stage it's called uncertainty and in uncertainty, you start to find flaws in them and you start to find reasons why you shouldn't be together. And so if they're really um, easy to talk about things, then usually you talk about them and you kind of like can move through that and still continue to date them because the attraction is still there and it's kind of building. But if they're hard things, then we just genuinely say, oh, they're not a good fit and I don't even want to say anything and I'm done. So my answer is if you're, if these things like, that are presenting themselves, are they things that you could talk about together? Because if you're four dates in, hopefully you're to a space where you can be like, tell me more about blah, blah, blah. And that maybe your concern could get resolved and you could go back to feeling more connected. I don't like it when people make unilateral decisions about why I don't want to be with you and not talk to their partner at all when they're so far in. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
that literally like to be honest with you that kind of happened to me like too too soon too soon ago too soon ago too soon ago and i was just like we were on like the third or fourth date and then like she just kind of was like um hey i think you're great blah 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 i'm just not feeling it which to to be honest i was grateful that she said that you know Uh to the point but now i'm kind of invested you know i'm kind of in that point where i'm like well okay like what what's going on like what's going on like what what can i do to like kind of see where your point of view is and i really didn't get a straight answer other than the fact that she thought we were going too fast which okay that could be the case but i don't really necessarily know how fast like what fast is to her point of view yeah it seems it seems to me like fast can sometimes be a resolvable issue yeah right and yeah it can be and i said okay well like the resolution for me or is is what i was thinking is like okay well let's take a break like if you want we can like see how things are in like three or four weeks after or like you know a week after like what what are you thinking she's like nope i'm i'm okay like straight just done period and i was and you kind of have those like doubts like okay well what did i do you know um how can i resolve this if we're not really gonna communicate like the the resolution so and and i thought we had a really great connection you know the first two dates and so i I feel like it's important to note that i'm not necessarily calling everyone out that that on this but maybe i am time to be called out (laughs) no i please call me out i would love to i want to call her out like i don't know okay i'm sure you're great you can dm me hate mail if you want but like if you're not at a place where you can like say what the real reason is and it's unresolvable, then your emotional maturity isn't really ready for a relationship. Yeah. Because you have to be able to say to your partner, Hey, this is my issue and this is my concern. And they have to have an opportunity to resolve it. We were like three weeks in to dating. So we, we had about three and a half dates in. we snuck in like a little midweek date, midweek date. (laughs) And I remember his car broke down on the side of the road. And he called me up and it was like 9.30 and I freaked out because I'm like, I'm the call. I'm the side of the road call. He thinks we're in love. He thinks we're getting married. I just went off and I, like, I was totally freaked out, right? And I picked him up and I'm driving him home and I'm in like my little Civic, you know? And I'm like, just I'm in her little yeah, Civic. <laughs> and I'm like, just so you know, I'm, I, I'm, dating, I'm dating other people. Because I felt like, apparently, if you call me on the side of the road, that means that you think I'm your girlfriend, which isn't what he was doing, for the record. Mm-hmm. But interesting, though. Like, interesting, though. Like, uh, but... <laughs> and, and his reaction was everything. His reaction was, okay, could I still take you out? <laughs> and if I wouldn't have been able to, like, if, let's say I did that all in my head. Okay, he thinks I'm his girlfriend. I'm not ready to be his girlfriend, so I'm going to break up with him, right? Mm-hmm. suddenly he's like i thought things were going really well you picked me up and now you're breaking up with me what the heck because mm-hmm. i had that whole conversation with myself right yeah. versus bringing it to him and saying like i'm dating other people and i was truly expecting him to be like well we're done then because i want you to be obsessed with me <laughs> and he was he was just like can i still take you out and i was like yeah and he was like cool should we go to your place or mine and like that was it just dodging bullets left and right. Yeah, he's just like, foo, foo, foo. Well, I mean, there's the game. Like, there's the adult conversation yeah. right there. Like, there's the maturity. Like, I'm going to decide to use my words and, like, say what I'm thinking and just be brave. And he decides, like, I can right. I can absorb what you have to offer and not be, like, damaged. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that's, I think that's one thing that is difficult for me to approach is I have been in ex- situations where I have used my words. I've gone out on a limb there to make them aware of where I'm at. And then they do take it personally. They do become damaged. And then, you know, I've, I've but gone too far. You'd want to have, like, I think presentation matters. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like if you've done a poor job presenting it, that's on you. But I think if they're going to like come at you and be like, well, you're wrong and you're this and you're all these things for sharing with me how you feel like isn't that information you'd want to have and be like, I don't know where that compatible. That's true. Because I want to be with someone that I can say like, Hey, this hurt my feelings. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't my intention rather than like you made me or you're reading it wrong or, you know? Yeah. I think the other thing going back to like the story that you build yourself afterwards I think it's important to to realize too, like, especially in kind of in your situation, Jake, like she's not ready. And you honestly, dude, you dodged the bullet. Great. Now you don't have to teach somebody how to be a grown up, right? Mm-hmm. Like and have that conversation. So the I think the story behind it is, hey, they have no idea what they're missing out on. Like I'm awesome. I'm a great person. And I think like, there's probably I bring a ton to this relationship. So if you're mm-hmm. just gonna make it that that snap decision that's fine but i think that she probably had a legitimate reason that she didn't want to date you but she covered it up mm-hmm. with something that she thought was softer and i think that the real reason that you don't want to date someone you can present it in a way that's kind mm-hmm. you know like i don't feel a romantic connection with you or you know i'm uncomfortable with the fact that you want to live in mars and i don't <laughs> like <laughs> Like, what you don't want to live on Mars? Pluto is my planet. That's where I want to go. But like, you can present that in a way of being like, or I mean, let's say it's something superficial. Like, I don't like dating you guys that are shorter than me. I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know if she was or not. I'm just saying that. Like, that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm uncomfortable with dating guys that are shorter than me, and I'm so sorry. You're great. You can't help how tall you are. No, true. You know, I only date brunettes. Okay, well, I'm not going to dye my hair. You know, it's like one of these things that you can say that. Right. If she's taller than you, Jake, then you're fine. Like, you're pretty tall, (laughs) so it's okay. Right. (laughs) We'll just have tall (laughs) me. Totally fine. I just want to raise my team. Yeah, we have a team. Exactly. Our volleyball team. (laughs) I feel feel like I'm going to have all girls. He wanted to find a breeder. There you go. There you go. So that kind of answers that question, hopefully. And then that also goes into the second part of like how long before you just date her? You need to ask her. Because he was ready to date exclusively before I was. But he gave me some space and I really only needed about two weeks and like one other date with another guy before I was like, yeah, I just want to be with him. And so I think you have to involve them in that decision. Again, you don't make it unilateral. It's like, like you can declare your intentions. Like, hey, I don't want to, I think it's, even if it does sound grade school, I think making the distinction of like, hey, will you be my girlfriend is important because it gets, it's like the hall pass to walk down the hall (laughs) when you're not supposed to. (laughs) I, I know that sounds weird, but like, that means he's going to take me home. I'm going to take him home. I'm going to go to that family reunion. Yes, I would be invited on that family vacation and attend. Like, there's just different things that happen when you're exclusive and like kind of a different expectation of communication and gift giving and all the things. And I think it's an important security dynamic that needs to happen before engagement. 
So kind of like, I want to follow up with that question. Like when you're dating or like starting to, you know, first date, third date, whatever, are you learning each other's love languages or are you doing it when your boyfriend and girlfriend are now more exclusive? I think you're learning it, but you might not be like talking about them. I mean, we talked about attachment theory and love languages early on because we're nerds. Well, that's our background. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We like getting inside people's heads. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't sit there and talk like sports teams and stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean, I like them, but like, that's, <laughs> like, that's what we talked about was psychology, theories, attachment, people, different philosophers and things we like yeah, to do. Yeah. We, we, we yeah. genuinely talked about like the experiences as we were doing them and, um, background. I mean, I think we've talked about, I mean, I don't, I don't remember there being like lots of off limit things, but you're just still kind of building that connection with them and so you're not doing that deep dive that comes later okay yeah i i think i don't know those conversations happen and i feel like they happen pretty naturally and if they're not happening naturally i mean that i think that's a, a sign where things yeah you want to create an ease with being with each other not this like force um like do you want to be with me are you sure just like this I'm, I'm going to be in your life for a, little, for a little bit. Let's try each other on and see how it goes and create opportunities to spend time together where it's not just, um, I don't know, we, we often would walk and talk. Like we'd go to Sugar House Park and we'd walk around and just talk, 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 talk. And then we'd get some food and um, watch a movie or go to a dog movie or like um, kick it here or there. Like we like to try to, you know, new restaurants or new things, like enjoying new experiences together. Honestly, that's like one of the, yeah, that's what I'm like, I know I'm in a good place dating wise when it's like, oh, we can literally just go do something and it doesn't matter what it is, like we can just go have fun, which is nice, but. So one more question that I have, um, and with that, we can wrap things up. I always second guess myself when I'm trying to make these kinds of decisions. Am I making this decision because I'm afraid or am I making this decision because I'm confident, right? Because Mm -hmm. I I have the information that I need. And is this a a fear-based decision or a faith-based decision? I mean, how, like, what are are the things we need to look out for in order to make a faith-based decision? And how do we watch out for those fear-based decisions? So I'll answer this and then maybe you have your own. For me, um, I think that you have to make sure that your, your prayers are being like the questions that you're answer- asking are the ones that like he can actually answer. Not like, are we going to get married? Is everything going to be perfect? How many kids will I have? Will I live here? You know, like, it's like, is he who he says he is? Lonnie went on a lot of faith with me. I did. Bless his heart. <laughs> we started dating. I had some background stuff that was kind of crazy. Yeah. It's cool. Speeding tickets. Maybe award. Oh my gosh. Bless <laughs> <laughs> his heart. We're on our third date, and he's like, oh, I think I have a warrant. You can pay these speeding tickets. And I was like, you are not taking me out again until you pay those damn tickets. <laughs> and guess what? They were paid the next morning. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just think you have to you have to look at this person as, as what, who they're presenting. And then I think Heavenly Father kind of comes in and says, yes, that's who they say they are. Or no, they're pulling the, the wool over your eyes. And you need to be careful. Like that's the kind of discernment that I think that he's there for. And 
personally, like I have dating anxiety. And so a lot of times dating for me was just like white knuckling it. Mm -hmm. Like I would make a decision on Friday night and then Saturday morning, be like, oh my gosh, what did I do? And like be ready to undo the entire thing Saturday morning. But then come Saturday afternoon, I'm like, no, that actually feels really good. And by Saturday night, I was like, oh my gosh, great. I get to see him again. This is great. And so I, I kind of made some guidelines for me of like, okay, I need to give any decision that I make in terms of transitioning from like third date to fourth, from now we're exclusive, from exclusive to like, let's get engaged. I need to like not undo anything for at least 48 hours and just move forward and like know that I am predispositioned to feel nervous and worried. And that's okay. That's kind of how my genetic makeup is. And then after that time, I don't want to do it. I don't have to. And he was always in a position of like making me very aware that like he's in there with me. Like he's not going to push me faster than I want to go. And that felt made it feel really safe. Oh, could I just, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. That's just, yeah. I'm glad. I don't know what I said, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, was, just, like, <laughs> I just have to um, shout praises for that one. Just like willing to work with you and just like, take it at your pace and just like, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's people so good. do that to you though, because they get focused on like wanting the end game and wanting to win in a way, maybe not win, but like, we'll be successful in a relationship. Rather than sure. like seeing you and wanting you to be happy. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he, he never wanted me to be unhappy and I never wanted him to be unhappy. And I remember still, I think it was like around Christmas Eve, Christmas day, we we're like laying under the tree in the living room and it's twinkle lights and it's so romantic. And that's when we finally said, Hey, this is going really well. I think we could we could talk about getting married. And we've been dating seven, eight months by then, nine yeah. months. And we were both really surprised it was going well. <laughs> yeah. We'd always had it we're working. Out great, so. so we're kind of like, this is uncharted territory. <laughs> what do we do next? I don't know. You know? True. But yeah, faith over fear, I think, is is a it's a it's a personal journey and personal experience. What would you add? No, just part of that. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily relationship specific, but my role I felt like was just reassurance. Like, it's okay. Whatever your decision is, it's okay. Um, you know, I feel like this is going really well, and I think we should keep moving forward. And if you're concerned or nervous, that's okay. And let's talk about that. And and even to the point where I was like, you know, hey, if suddenly she turns around and was like, oh, this is horrible. I don't remember what it is. That's also that's okay. Okay, I understand. That's not going to work out, but you know just kind of that understanding that hey look he wasn't mad at me right, he was right. just like accepting everybody can be their own person i want you to be authentically who you are and when that works out well together that i can help support you and you support me then great that's that's and you know what hallmark. that did for my anxiety is that it calmed it down and it's not as present as it was when we were dating in our marriage it's still here like i still have it but i don't lead with it as much as i did when we were dating and we don't like have as much drama of oh my gosh what is she going to make decisions is she going to be okay what is she going to do like we are really in sync because i always know that he's got he just has created a really safe space for me yeah i think that's important and does that did that kind of come with time yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it just grows with time and as you go through life experiences together i mean when we just when we first learned that we weren't pregnant when we learned that we were pregnant. You know, when we bought a house, bought a house <laughs> brought kids into, yeah, a, no, into a raised kids, like doing these things together that are very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you develop a pattern with your partner where 
that I think kind of starts in dating where you're like, I'm going to be so mad at you if you don't agree with every single thing that I say. And I'm so put out by all the things rather than just being in this great secure space of like, you're allowed to have whatever action you're going to have. And I'm allowed to have whatever action I'm going to have. And we're going to try to help each other through it. You're a team. Mm -hmm. We did say, I will say that when buying a house, he's usually a lot more calm and I get nervous and we both got nervous on the same day. And I just said, we can't do that. I can't handle that. So I'm going to be the calm one today and you can be nervous. And then tomorrow we switch. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. That was stressful. <coughs> yeah, we're but, that, but, the, but that's life. I mean, those stressful moments are going to come. And so you want someone that can be, that can be calm when you need to be nervous and you need someone that you can be calm and mm -hmm. when they are nervous. Right. And yeah, that's got to happen. I feel like that's part of the dating key too, is to test that a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're going to, you know, push it to the limit as far as you can, but at the same time, like, Oh my gosh, I just had a really stressful day. This is driving me crazy. Uh, and so when I hear Lonnie say that, first thing that registers in my mind is, hey, let's grab a Coca-Cola and some pizza or some food and kind of hang out for a minute. He knows the off. very first thing that I need when I'm stressed <laughs> out is has she had food? And I don't mean that like to slam myself. I'm very aware of this, but like I can go from zero to 60 faster than anyone if I'm hungry because that stresses me out so much. And if I've been working, 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 he's like, did you have dinner yet, babe? And he's not rude about it and he'll feed me and then i'm like now i can talk about it <laughs> yeah and with him just, like he i know that he'll forget to eat so like i have to like i bring him food I'm like did you eat something? i did this did today yeah literally today i did not stop i didn't for about see him hours. and it was like two o'clock so. and i'm like i better bring that man some food <laughs> you caught up on what i'm doing and forget but <clears throat> that's it it's creating it's creating that understanding in that space where you got each other's backs mm -hmm. oh, teamwork makes Love the it. dream work Family. Oh, we're all in this together. About time. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> all this together. That was a lot of references just now. All right. About yeah. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. That was awesome. There is so much in this. Um, guys, we're gonna end it out there, um, and we'll, we'll catch you next time. But until we, until when then, I go find your person. Find your person. Find you. Bye.